You are listening to the Movie Guys Showcast. Autobots, engage! Attention. The Movie Guys love movies. Any attempts to make this week's new movie releases as exciting as the World Cup are purely for entertainment purposes only. And it is Mark Wahlberg coming around on the side, coming at the top of the ball. He's hurt his leg a little bit, but he's hurt it and he's hurt it to the middle. Optimus Prime is in. He gets the ball at the middle. announcer summarizing Transformers? <laughs> I was going to say, is Mark yeah. Wahlberg the uh, starting forward for the U.S. team now? And Optimus Prime. Yeah, I'm an Optimus yes. Prime. And it's only right that you kind of couldn't understand that. Hell of a left foot that Optimus Prime has. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to these World Cup guys, the right guys, you're not understanding. Bend it saying. like Prime. Indeed. <laughs> I've watched one game with you guys in America Lost, and I'm done. I was going <laughs> to I would only watch it to see <laughs> men take their shirts off. That's, they then, don't you do want, then you want goals. They do, yes. I want a goal. I want lots of goals. The shirts be flying. Yes. That's yeah. it. Well, the, the last U.S. game I watched, except for the last 10 seconds, so I'm assuming we won, right? Because I, I left, and nothing could have happened <laughs> Lee, in the I last 10 seconds. I haven't told you. No. Something happened Christian. in the last 10 seconds of the game that we were winning? Doesn't Christian Ronaldo sound like a clothing line? <laughs> I'm like, wearing him right now. Wearing? Christian Ronaldo. <laughs> I, I will say he's a good-looking man. I'm secure enough in my manhood to admit that. Plex his eyebrows, though, no? Uh, uh, who, who here doesn't? <laughs> I mean, yes, he... Fruit ball? I think if you do it, it's good, but you probably should have a professional do it. Now, is that gayer? No, I don't pluck. I trim, no. and this is this is what happened to me. I went. <laughs> this is how you know you're getting old as a guy. I went in to get a haircut many moons ago, um, and he, without asking, just decided to trim my eyebrows. Well, that's when you know you should be embarrassed. That's Yeah. Or yeah. gay. Or gay. You should if know I, you're it's gay. hilarious. I had headshots <laughs> in Chicago, and they started like taking scissors to peach fuzz, and I was like, oh, my God. I should have been doing this all my life. It took me until I was like 23 to figure that out. I did think it was weird when I had to cut my eyebrows. I was like, is this normal? No. But yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. I, I recently had a date with a woman. She's like, who's paying attention to this? And I said, no one. She's like, somebody should because I guess they get out yes. of control. You Women look at hair and we look at teeth and you don't want any under like outgrowth out of nose it's or ears. It's all falling out of here and sprouting from the eyebrows down. There's a picture of Hillary Clinton because she's <laughs> thinking of running, you know, for president. So it's a shot of her with the light behind her. So she's silhouetted and every hair that could <sighs> pop out. But they're not. Someone's watching out for oh, her. Oh, yeah. She is, I mean. You mean she's peach free. She looked, well, peach there's stuff, but there's, it's not unusual. Free. Especially yeah, for 68 or whoever old Now, she is. if you're ever with a date on a girl and she's like driving a car and she kind of like does this, she is shading what she fears is you looking at her peach fuzz. Oh. <laughs> for sure. I have learned something today. Well, first and foremost, we're here to inform. I, I don't know if you can tell from my weight, but I'm thinking of running. <laughs> hey, listen, welcome to the movie showcast, everybody. Let me give you the formal Did you sit hello. On that all week? Part of the uh, vast and sprawling movie guys improv, empire. Improv. Uh, you've reached Ground Zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with jokes, rants, sketches, characters, bits, special guests, and more as we broadcast from our home away from home, which is actually part of my home, the Admirals Club. They don't stop making movies, so we don't stop making comedy shows about movies, which means you can get a new show every week. Basically, search the movie guys anywhere you like on uh, Google or Yahoo or... And we come right up. <laughs> iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Stitcher, and of course, themovieguys.net, absolutely free. And we encourage you to subscribe where you can, and if you do, still no charge. Joel, you didn't realize you were going to be on all of those things tomorrow, did no, you? No, I didn't yeah. know I had zing. 
pretty impressive. <laughs> You're on Zing and Bling, and it's so crazy. Some people have said we're sweeping the internet. Mm. We're at least swiffering it. <laughs> Newly posted to the movieguys.net, we finally started posting uh, the lists we came up with on a list episode mm-hmm. a little while back. Stephen Lewis was here, and we came up with our favorite comedies of all time, our favorite horror movies of all time. Our we favorite. listed for anybody who wants to do it at home, or Jill. Jill, when you go home yeah. with your husband, go ahead and feel free to. Uh, you know, every movie for every year since you were born, oh. your favorite mo- uh, oh. comedy of the comedy of that is year. posted now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of fun. Chevy Chase would take over a lot of that. I feel like in the early, he had a prime mm-hmm. season, Certainly. no Good question. Run. Although there was there were some years. I mean, would Under the Rainbow be one of your favorites of all time? <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, Modern like, Problem, my, my Life as a Dog, or whatever that was. The I'm not saying was all he in Chevy Chase movies. No, oh, <laughs> Heavenly Dog. Oh, yeah. Heavenly Dog. Yeah. Was, was that? It? However, Chevy. Yeah. It wasn't it? Fletch. No, that was... Uh... Fletch, Vacation, those, yeah, yeah. those oh, things. Oh, right. I think foul we all know play? what I'm talking Foul about. play? Does foul play fall in? No. What? No, I, I, d- I do like foul play. Is that about uh, soccer? Seems like old times, so. though. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Foul play? Uh, also, hey, you can find us on uh, uh, WBAD.net. If you like your internet radio stations, Fridays at... Uh, at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, and JonasMountainRadio.com, Thursdays at 6 Eastern. So basically, we're out there. Your hosts for the Hardest Working Podcast on the airwaves include myself, Paul Preston, here with Lee Caius and Adam Witt. Karen Volpe is still up in Northern California working at the Sierra Rep Theater Company for another handful of shows. So sitting in for her the whole show, you've heard her already. Our special guest who's been involved in live comedy for years with the likes of Boom Chicago and Pickups and Hiccups, a comedy show she performed with Seth Meyers, and can, among other things, be currently seen as a regular on the Disney Channel's Austin in an alley. Oh. Jill Benjamin is Yay. with us. Jill, Jill Benjamin. Benjamin. The lovely and talented. You may not recognize me with these <laughs> headphones on. Did the Princess Leia headphones? Yeah. Your ears look bigger. <laughs> these, we should get Princess Leia headphones. What are we thinking? We're movie guys. Oh, that's a good call. They should be the little Danish headphone, headphones. Anyway, we're here as ever to bring you the scoop on what's new this weekend. And they don't get any bigger than Transformers Age of Extinction. Spoiler alert. Sorry about that. Oh. Yes, the robots that think their car is based on the toy commercial that thought it was a show return to the big screen in the series of explosions that thinks it's a movie. Plus, it's the first actual week of summer, so who's up for seeing a film about snow? <laughs> this chaos. Oh, a thousand people in an iron box. 18 years I've hated the train. Iron Box. That's a better name for it. 18 years I've waited for this <laughs> For the porno parody. I eat Box. This is the world. The train saved humanity. The engine lasts forever. Population must always be kept in balance. So it's like class structure and survival and a train that never stops running. That sounds like every it train ride like, I've been on, right? like the L. Yeah. <laughs> train wreck. No! Yeah. Oh, I, some people... I, I swear sometimes you just read a bad review of a movie and you know they wrote that pun before they even saw the movie totally. or some things, you yeah. know. <laughs> Titanic sinks in a drama or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Like. <laughs> uh, so uh, we'd be fools not to lead off, though, with potentially the biggest film of the summer and start talking Transformers. And Jill, I don't want to put you on the spot, but can you name the two sequels we've already had to the original Transformers? I'd say, without really <laughs> guessing, would be uh, Transformers... I live, I machine, I die. That was the second one, I okay. guess. And then the other ones would be Transformers, I, you, war, machine. 
There's got to be machine always. Something like that. Something. I think, that was I think those album. were the foreign translations for well, most of this up. <laughs> These Transformer sequels are in the top 20 box for office Native movies American. of all time. Yeah. I, you, me, machine. <laughs> machine which talks like Negro. <laughs> 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 me, wumpum, machine. Uh, I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're in the top twenty of but all. But I will see this next one because Mark Wahlberg's in it. I mean, was box that the switch? So this has changed you around. You're, yeah, you're gonna grab. I don't think needed. he takes his shirt off though. You were mentioning earlier. Uh, God, I think I like like in Ted. I like him playing innocent and dumb and believable when he's talking to machines. He did that to like a monkey, right? Wasn't he in one of these? Did it to a Planet of the Apes. He wasn't a Planet of the Apes. Yeah, right? He did it to... You you bought it in Ted. He talked to a stuffed animal. And I feel like talking to Machine, I'd be like, man, he's really good talking to to John C. Riley and Boogie Nights. (laughs) I feel like... I bet he hates working with people and he likes working with things. Like, you know, was it CGI? (laughs) CGI? CGI. CGI. Computer generated imagery. I have not seen any of these either, but I will say every time one of these comes out and there's a preview for it, I'm like, this looks like the greatest thing ever. I don't know why I never actually go see it, but I get so excited about wanting to see I'm the exact same way. You get excited because he has a hot daughter. Like, did you see the preview? Oh, is that the hottie in this one? Is his daughter? Yeah, and she's like, daddy... (laughs) <laughs> but it's like, oh, how do you not go for that girl? These, these movies are kind of in, interchangeable hotties, right? They just yeah, swapped out that true. hottie for the third one, and it was true. just like, I eh, just keep making the movie. Well, we had like, Alba. We had Rose Wheatley. Rose Whitley. What's, what's her name? Well, you had uh, Megan Fox. Megan well, Fox. Megan Fox. And they're then, all interchangeable. But see, that's the thing. I don't know the other girl's name either. Rose somebody. She's in one of yeah. the biggest movies ever yeah. made. No clue of the and name. that was the only movie she Her did. name or the name of the movie. And no. Josh Demol kind of got phased out. He was in one of these, right? He was in oh. all of these. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Why did he not accept to do it again? They took out. They just swapped out everybody. Yeah. Did yeah. they kill they said, him in the last one? I don't think any, okay. any of the good guys died. Do they? Mm-hmm. No, I think they kept them movies? all around like they were going to make a fourth one with them, and then just got rid of all of them. I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Rose Huntington Wheatley or something. I that remember making a right. joke about it. That sound her. right. Yeah. Rose yeah. Huntington Whiteley's lips. Lips replaced in, uh, yeah, replaced, replaced Jessica Alba. Fox. Whatever. Jamie. <laughs> Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox. Jamie Presley. Exactly. It's exactly right. Well, listen. Apparently, people love watching. Building's getting blowed up because there's another Transformers movie out. This time it's Hong Kong and mainland China that serve as the backdrop for destruction in Transformers Age of Extinction. Adam. Listen to them singing their asses off. I love this version of the song. 80s. 80s. Listen. Singing their asses off. This band is called Lion, by the yeah. way. <laughs> I just love the idea of them going in and making this recording in a studio session and oh, then I driving know. driving home from Burbank at like three in the afternoon, like oh crap. <laughs> just rocking it out this to try to full striper in this uh, with these vocals. No, they're driving back from that session going, I have fucking made it. I am this is it for Lion! And how many girls in the front row going, Rawr! <laughs> Lion has made it! <laughs> yes, I tape recorded this from the credits to the song so I could rock out to it later <laughs> after I'd watched the movie. Very nice. Well, like they say, Transformers, <laughs> more than meets the eye. Unless, of course, your eye has met the first three Transformers movies, well, then it's more of the same. <laughs> oh, Paul. <laughs> America's pretty okay franchise from Hollywood's most tolerated director is back by some demand, with a customary release that has all the advertisements talking about it. This time the Transformers go laboofless. <laughs> something you can't do in Texas, by the way. Oh, that's true. <laughs> by going full Wahlberg. Full Wahlberg. 
Yes, the Decepticons are no match for the undisputed king of white rappers in all of cinema. Hey, Greg, why don't you go piss your pants again? That was like eight years ago, asshole. People don't forget. <laughs> He's no longer a rapper. I, I will never forget Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Mark Wahlberg plays a mechanic who bought a vehicle, which turns out to be a Transformer, and then he happens to get tracked down by the government. I can pretty much say that we all agree that's a bad time to be Mark Wahlberg. It's a bad time, Bob. Thank you. <laughs> this movie is directed by Michael Bay, who everybody hates, unless you're going by box office numbers, in which case it's directed by Michael Bay, who everybody loves. There was a time when Michael Bay had a reputation for directing mindless explosion fests, featuring actors as props, and plots that were nothing more than an excuse to string together special effects. Now he directs Transformers movies. Transformers! Yeah! More than meets the eye! Can we get another take on that? I, I didn't know if I hit it. More than meets the eye! You know that drummer's just spinning sticks. Oh, that's the first thing he learned! Arm. You know it in line, that's the first thing he learned! <laughs> the force is all right, guys, we gotta wrap this up. I gotta go record a GI Joe toy commercial. <laughs> oh, can you market that? Oh, can you monopolize that market? Wouldn't that be great? Oh yeah. I, who, I did a Micronauts theme. To and Max and Zemot, yeah. they're coming to save the day or kill the day. <laughs> um, but don't take our word for it. Let Michael Bay himself get you excited about Transformers: Age of Extinction. My job as a director is I get to dream for a living. Um, I create visual worlds that are so beyond every, everyone's normal life experiences. And Hollywood is a place that creates uh, a viewer escape. And um, what I try to do is, I, as a director, I try to... Uh, um, I, take, I try to take people on an emotional ride. In your own words, and, Michael. Um, what, okay. His emotional ride at Great America is awesome. Sorry. I'm sorry. His emotional ride. Yeah. He's got me all excited. <laughs> this is why I always want to go see these movies. That is right. that, of course, for anybody who doesn't know, that's the clip of him. So, what are the emotions? I'm going to cry. I'm going to be scared, happy, and excitement. Well, it's a roller coaster, so you're you're it's tense. Tick 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 yes. tick in your emotions, right? Is there acceptance the in this emotional? Like, isn't it? You know, aren't there stages? I think after the first curve, that's acceptance okay. of the emotional okay. roller coaster. Yeah, I think it's and it's going to grieve, it's going to explode somewhere. It's going to explode. It's going to explode. It's going to explode. It's going it explodes okay. and then it's going to explode. It's going to explode. Yeah. It's going to well, explode. Okay. And you will vomit. That seems a ride that just goes up and down. Is vomit an emotion? <laughs> All right, here's the official plot description. Everybody, Transformers more than meets the eye. Transformers robots in disguise. Autobots wage their battle to destroy the evil forces of the Decepticons. Transformers. Okay, okay, thanks, Adam. <laughs> Trouble arises when an inventor discovers the substance that the Transformers are made of. Coincidentally, the same thing experimental Doritos are made of. The arrogance of man decides to use it to build its own Transformers. The arrogance of man is played by Stanley Tucci. You see? You see? You're stupid minds. Stupid. Stupid. Soon the mad scientist is using the substance to make rip-off Transformers. Go-bots, we'll call them. <laughs> the new Transformers are unleashed to hunt down and eliminate every last Autobot, using their special ability to transform from robot to an allergy for intolerance, and back again. How will the Transformers fight this menace? I guess we'll have to see the movie to find out. Oh, no, wait, it's, it's Dinobots. Mother flippin' Dinobots. Yes, we did it, Western society. We did it! And huzzah! 
We have a new sound effect to induct into the Transformers Hall of Blanc. Is it huzzah by any chance? <laughs> yes, I wish. <laughs> I would love the one if one of them said huzzah. I'd love a gun. Huzzah. Jazz could say huzzah, right? Wheeljack, that's his catchphrase, I huzzah. think. Huzzah. Uh, let's listen to Blanc for a second. We all remember Blanc, oh, right? Hi, Blanc. <laughs> I slept with Bong once. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. I knew you met some people. When you... he actually comes, he <laughs> bongs. <gasps> That's what I would assume. Can we hear it again? It reminds me of Bong. Okay. It's getting hot, right? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. getting heavy. Oh, yeah. Oh. Come on. Give it to me. Oh, oh no. Are you going to? Oh, all over my chest. <laughs> took weeks to clean up my sheets. Uh, <laughs> quite the Bong. You remember Burr. Remember that one? Burr, yeah. That guy, not good in <laughs> bed. No? No. It's in the name. You can tell he's <laughs> not going to come through no, at the he end. he does it on his own. Yeah. It's not quite as starts. exciting. Yeah. You've <laughs> dated him too? He, when he pulls it out, it makes that noise. It's all over. <laughs> <laughs> and then, boom, he's done. I haven't even gotten excited. Well, speaking of Dinobots, we'd like to welcome whatever the hell noise it is they make into the Transformers Hall of Buong. Now that would excite me. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, that your thing? That'd get me going. It's long. That could impregnate you without even being excited. A woman likes it long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can imagine a man, you know, getting excited for that long, that would be. Yeah, I mean, he's still going. Oh. <laughs> There's a lot going on. It's like there. four seconds. And it sounds like an airplane's in there. Yeah, it's you're my kind of girl. Yeah. My, my kind of girl. Four seconds is what takes it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and it's in stereo. You Call me the marathon man. <laughs> Transformers, Age of Extinction. has released three separate promotional trailers, and each has its own name. There's Transformers Age of Extinction, Faith, Transformers Age of Extinction, Judgment, and Transformers Age of Extinction, Villain. Seems fitting that a movie about things that can change in other things would have such an identity crisis. If you haven't been to the movies yet this summer, now's the time to go because this movie's got everything. If Godzilla didn't do it for you, here you've got a Transformer Godzilla fighting <laughs> another Transformer who kind of looks like one of those Sentinels from the X-Men. What more do you want? Is this in 3D? It's a Transformers sequel, isn't it? There you go. That's pretty much Transformers. More than meets the eye, you were saying? I hug. That was Transformers. I hug war. I was very close in my guessing of my titles. Not too bad, right? <laughs> Age you weren't extinction. off at all. They were more yoga, faith, and stuff like that. Yeah. Was, that was more than my machine. <laughs> yeah. Transformers: Age of Extinction. Mantra. Judgment, faith, <laughs> judgment, and villain. Yeah, those that's are like, so yoga terms. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that's gonna get the twelve-year-olds all excited to go oh. see this. They're going anyway, right? Yeah. This movie makes a hundred million opening weekend. Yes. Sure. Yes. Again, I, well, I, I, I want to see it. Boys are going because it's Machine, and women are going because it's Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like Shia LaBeouf. Like, who, you did you didn't care about Shia LaBeouf, right? You're not is gonna... it really LaBeouf? LaBeouf. 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 It's LaBeouf. Okay. I think you've masculinized it a little more. <laughs> LaBeouf. Like yeah, Boof, like in Teen Wolf, right? Didn't yeah. It? <laughs> or the <laughs> buff, like the buff. <laughs> the buff. The boof, as in the Teen Wolf, Doesn't the boof. La mean the. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the boof. They call me the Boof. Okay, back to the Boof. <laughs> what about him? 
girls went to see him. No, I, well, women I think will that see guy's him. a pussy. Women will see Mark yeah. Wahlberg. No? He's a guy that got in the car accident on like uh, in L.A. and Franklin then ran and from the scene. Fairfax. Yeah, but no, Paul's hurt point his is, finger and Paul's, ran. Paul's point is, girls saw LaBeouf. Women, uh, women like difference. the Berg. I guess. The Boof versus the Berg. I don't know. I feel like the girl always wants the man, which is Wahlberg, but the LaBeouf is just... Oh, Wahlberg. Uh. <laughs> it is weird for him to jump into a franchise, right? That's it. Just tell me when oh. you're going. Just we- tell me when you're going back to your planet. <laughs> you're going to leave and go back to your planet, aren't you? I would love to have sex with an alien just so I could tell everybody how they do it. <laughs> Like, do they do it normally? Oh. No, or it's always it up like, the butt, right? Well, I don't know. Maybe they're probing me in That's other places. Probing. Oh. That's scientific. Yeah. That's okay. because guys don't totally have vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You want them to probe it on the top of your penis? I also, to be fair, if you're an alien, I think you'd want to pick someone like me to have sex with. Oh, now, what does that mean? And I just feel like <laughs> we couldn't I would, all ask I that would, question. I would easily describe the experience to someone else in very much detail, where other people would be like, "It was dreamy. It was out of this oh. world." So for maximum, <laughs> but research. I would be like, "No, this is what he did. Uh-huh. That's what he did with his glowing finger, and that's what his big head now, got." You're saying that to tell that to a friend, but if they are researching humans, oh, are you the tar- sort of talkative type to be oh, like, "Oh, yeah. you're getting me going. Oh, you," and so yeah, they could just I'll, be taking down notes as they're. Screwing Certainly. You. <laughs> I would do it for America. <laughs> and the world. Assuming no Russian did them. For the better of mankind. <laughs> One thing about Wahlberg, Jill. we noticed, we went to see Jonathan Kite. He's on Two Broke Girls right now. Do stand-up here in Burbank. And he had this great bit about Mark Wahlberg. He did a, does an impersonation of him as if he's always out of breath. Like, that's his thing. Ah. And it was a great little thing to notice because, yeah, he's always, always talking like this. Hey, man. Yeah. What's up, bro? I think we found a transformer. What's up, bro? Yeah. yeah, listen. Yeah. You guys have never seen a truck like this before. <laughs> I think we just found a transformer. <laughs> It wow. is a great observation. Kite nailed it. Yeah. His whole his whole method for acting is to find his motivation, center himself, and then quick do ten push ups. Yeah. <laughs> and then deliver a line. And yeah. then action. Hey man. I saw a transformer. Came a out of the bar, dude. Who do you think you are, <laughs> bro? Who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> it's a bad so, time, Bob. So like if he's talking to Ted, he's talking to a stuffed animal. But if he's talking to a transformer, do you think they had some sort of like, you know, like was there any sort of Barney guy standing there? Like, just act like I'm a robot. Oh, yeah. A dude with like a, they, they <laughs> have tennis balls and the end of sticks so you know where to look. Really? Well, we, this is where Optimus Prime's eyes I think be. we've had this argument <laughs> before. Did they do googly eyes on it? <laughs> they did that ever since the dinosaurs from Dress <laughs> Or was it just Sometimes, tennis balls? Like with the Hulk, they had a picture of the Hulk's head. You know, really? Just like a cartoon but Hulk we've had this, this conversation happy. before where. Oh, I'm sure I'm angry. Where we think, where I think. <laughs> if, happy? if you're just <laughs> acting in front of a green screen and a stick with a tennis ball on it, that's harder to act. Than with mm-hmm. a person in front of you, right? But I think Mark Wahlberg might prefer the I'm acting with something that's not really human. <laughs> so maybe can make he's me a, maybe he's sort of conceited or a dick <laughs> that he's like I just prefer to work with Sorry. a poster. You're gonna have to build a real robot. I gotta <laughs> act against a real robot. <laughs> hey Ted, <laughs> <laughs> what are these tennis balls? <laughs> Look, you fucking tennis ball. I'm gonna kick your ass, you fucking tennis ball. Retake. <laughs> <laughs> hey Ted, you smoked all the weed, Ted. Uh, Is that what they say? That. Movie sets retake. Retake? Yeah. Uh, you've been on do film over. sets. Uh, do do yeah. over. I have done and, zero movies. And go and stop. Do it and again. Go and no re- trade backs. Re go over. No trade backs. Re go over back. Okay. I think that's the official term. On your mark, get set, act. Hey. 
I think that's yeah. I said yeah, that's what they yeah. say on a real. Scorsese does it all the time to Leonardo. Could you act more. Yeah, that guy won't shut up about one, two, three. Not uh, it. Could you act more? Could you uh, act more? <laughs> two, in, three. In not it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this movie's been Stanley Tucciized, right? That's a good thing. Hey, that's never. He's a bad great addition. in everything. You like Stanley Tucci? You like Stanley Tucci? He's the best, right? He's so good. Yeah. He I, looks awesome as this sort of smarmy jerk, you know. And I may have said this before. Creates the new Transformers. He made that movie The Terminal, which is a bad Spielberg Tom Hanks movie. Okay. But he cannot get Tom Hanks out of the fucking airport. <laughs> and it's so much fun watching him slow burn for the ah. entire movie. Can't do anything. And it's hilarious. That is a He's great the best part of the whole That movie. is a great observation you've made about a couple performances. The, the idea of certain performances are slow burns. Yeah. And what's the one you say about well, the informant? Yafit Koto and Midnight Run. Yeah. Can't <laughs> catch anybody. Mosley. Everybody's incompetent. His real name's Mosley. And, uh, and Bakula and the informant. Yeah, Bakula Bakula can't get informant. Matt Damon on point. Can't keep him to keep is the there story straight. Anything else you have to yeah. tell us? It's like the hairdresser in Tangled can't cut her hair. <laughs> is there any more hair you have? I but need to cut your hair, she but you have to be honest with me. hair, and they just could have cut it in the first five minutes of that film. But Paul's right, because um, Stanley Tucci really is sometimes the glue that makes a, an otherwise un- insufferable movie, because uh, I can say the same for um, uh, Burlesque. Oh, oh, see, you can say that. Is he in Burlesque? That's I've Cher. Seen. Cher and, and oh, Christina Jesus. Aguilera. But, but so what was the slow burn? Uh, no, that Stanley Tucci actually made that movie oh, right. um, watchable, watchable until I had sex with the rest it of the was it, Did he make the movie watchable? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or you know why tolerable. it was watchable? Because no, I, I couldn't. Continue. I needed to see Cher in every scene to be like, I can't believe she's wearing that. <laughs> Which is life. Like uh-huh. every time you see her. And then you're like, I can't believe those lips are that big. Yeah. And then you're like, I can't believe I'm watching it, but I got to keep going. It's sort of like Showgirls. You just keep, you yeah. just can't stop I need to go back it. and watch Showgirls. I saw it in the theater, like, if we're not when it was in the theaters, but recently Arclight just had a screen. I said, if I'm ever going to see it, it's got to be there where I just can't. Where there's have something else laughing. distract me and I walk away. Right? Right, like yeah, I need right. to be focused like a toaster, on. just a <laughs> yes. toaster sitting there. Is that a fly or is that a bee? <laughs> I might go I'm make off, toast. You know? yeah. Ooh, look, my foot. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, horrible movie. Wow. But, you know, Stanley Tucci would have made it better. I think well, here, here's a question: Did he make the movie better, or did he just make the movie better during the time when, in which he was on screen? <laughs> well, that's true. palatable. Oh, yeah, that's yeah a, palatable. That's what was the deal. movie he was in? Was it called The Imposters with Oliver Platt? Yeah, he was in a movie called The Imposters. Yep. I think and he they're wrote on it. a ship. They're on the ship. Yeah, I believe so. God, that was really fun. I yeah. worked at the Chateau Marmont. Nice. And Oliver Platt, <laughs> we would check in. Oliver Platt, and he signing. wanted a exercise machine in his room, and I was like, "Oh, but just below your room, we have a." complete workout space a gym and he was like i need it in my room and i thought what does this guy work out in (laughs) that he can't be seen on something that's free a floor down from him i mean maybe he needed his own tv and really looking at oliver or does he just jerk off on the fucking bigger question bigger question is if you're not going to work out on a machine can't that machine be below you instead of your room i mean (laughs) If you're not going to work out on it, does it have yeah. to be right in your I room? I did not work out on it in yeah. my room. I think I said eucalyptus machine. I think you did say eucalyptus machine. <laughs> I don't know what it's really called. Eucalyptus? E- eclipse. Elliptical. Ellipsis Ellip- oh, Ellip- machine. No idea of the name of For that. him, it's I've an ellipsis machine. It. it exists in a space where nothing happens. Where he goes like, you're not- like I need to work out. Space. I would never do that. I need to work out. Dot, 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 dot. Dot, 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 dot. You had a second shot and said eclipse. I enjoy that, too. 
Yes. Called yourself out. Went back in. Ukulele machine. Ukulele machine. That's it. Oh, that would be the greatest exercise ever. You got to walk on a thing to make it make a soothing sound. Ukulele. Yeah, exactly. I would run from Tiny Tim faster than I would do the eucalyptus machine. Eucalyptus. You get him playing behind you, so you run forward. Well, the eucalyptus machine is nice because you 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 when you're done, you smell really nice. Yeah, it's soothing. Yeah, you're good. It's very calming. Koala bears love you. Supple. You're nice and supple. All right. Well, you're probably wondering how they came upon the title Transformers: Age of Extinction. I was just wondering well, despite that, it wasn't due to a tie-in to a song. Damn which hippies! Is how most movies get their titles. There actually is no creativity put into the process at all, which we will demonstrate now. <laughs> <laughs> and that isn't to say that it's a bad thing. It's just that Transformers franchise uh, uses a scientific method of elimination to get its sequel title. Simply combine a metaphorical location or a measurement of time and a type of catastrophe and link the two phrases together with the word of. Boom. Whittling your choices down to the perfect Transformers sequel title. And when all else fails, just throw in a phrase already used in a previous sequel to a Resident Evil movie or horror film franchise. Got all that? Piece of cake. Now sure. here we go. I'll show you how easy it is. <laughs> I'm going to spin the big wheel here for the first word of our Transformers sequel. You'll see we have Age of, Rise of, all that kind of stuff here. Let's, let's see what we got. All right. I got Return of. Oh. Yeah, I know. It stopped already. Okay. Uh, I got Return of. <laughs> and now I'm going to... The ball was still rolling. So we have of. <laughs> Theater of the mind, kind of. And we have, uh, let's see, we have to spin now for a catastrophe. Let's spin see. the eucalyptus machine. Where did you get that golf ball? <laughs> it's purple. And Apocalypse. Transformers, Return of the Apocalypse. Oh. Boom. There you go. That, that sounds Paul, like a perfectly acceptable is. title. Paul, I'd like to play. Can you I like play? This? I'll spin for you. Here we, spin. Here we go. Mm, I'm going to give it a real, real big Don't. whirl. Big whirl. Look at it go. Come on, Bride of. Come on. <laughs> Sell it. Ooh. Sell it. Ooh, I got Bride of. Bride of. Bride of. Oh, shit, that All right, Bride of. Liz. We're gonna, this is going to be naming the sixth movie now, right? Yes. Yeah. All right, what do you got? Ooh, the Silver Surfer. Bride, Bride of, of the Silver Transformers, Surfer. Bride, Bride of, of the, the Silver, Silver Surfer. Surfer. Okay, wow. Well, that is a valid uh, second thing. In the to past, who has title. risen? Now he's the, the Bride of. Can I play? Yeah, please. Yeah. Give it a spin. Okay. <laughs> no need to come take on, your. Come on, come on, big bucks. No more whammies. <laughs> no whammies. <laughs> what do you got? Accounts of. Accounts of. Accounts <laughs> of. That's going to be an exciting Is it sequel. the count of? <laughs> no, accounts. Okay. <laughs> come on, receivable. Come oh on, receivable. Come on, come on. What do you got? Cut your nuts off. Accounts of cut your nuts off? <laughs> Transformers. Accounts of cut your nuts off. I used to live Would next to the cut it? your nuts off. Would you see it? Does it have Wahlberg? Yes. I'm in. I'm in. No, the man is son. Just like Will Smith. You guys have never seen a truck like this before. <laughs> His son breathes here more. Let, can I can I play? Except Wait a when minute. I say the title, can you play the Transformers? I used to first? live next door. <laughs> yes. I used to live next door to the Cut Your Nuts Off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Russian really? family. Is that that Russian family? Yeah, oh, Russian. Cut I went to college with the Herzog. Hey, Adam, here we go. All right, all right, it stopped, and I've got <laughs> uh, City of City Ooh. of. Oh, okay. This, this sounds exciting. like it'd be big. Port of Call, New Orleans. 
Well, that Transformers. Cool oh yeah. City of Port of Call. <laughs> it bring right. the city money. I like that. <laughs> and it'd be Brad Pitt would might be in that one. Paul, I'm feeling lucky. Let's give the All right, well, well, no, no. So we're naming oh, what what a season of. Wow. Season of All right. Uh Vanquished. Season of the Vanquished. Of the Vanquished. There, there you go. go. Yeah. Well, that sounds good. Transformers. <laughs> are we, let me do Are we spin sticks? Rise of Annihilation. Transformers. Beneath Extinction. Revenge of the Collapse. <laughs> Transformers. Dawn of the Silver Surfer. King of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> Rise of Destruction. Spirit of Retribution. I actually think that's a good one. <laughs> Patent pending. Patent Dawn pending. of Eradication. Oh, Era of European Gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lion. So we named the next 11 movies there. All right, let's get on with it. Most of which will star The Rock, I think. I do like the best part uh, when we were trying to figure this out the other day. Kicking around, thinking a lot of these, you can get a lot of these from Resident Evil titles, right? Resident yes. Evil Afterlife, Resident Evil Apocalypse. <laughs> Apocalypse. Or didn't we use Metallica theme songs? Too, or we, we were going to go that way for a while. Master yeah. of Puppets. <laughs> you know, that's a total Transformers movie. <laughs> but then it devolved into like, well, what's uh, Mia Jovovich looking like today? Oh, when was she ever nude? And that's kind of like the next half hour of our writing. This, that's how this, wasn't, this, this could have been more well written, but we did find nude photographs of <laughs> Mila Jovovich online while trying to find... What the, her Evil, Evil Dead, right? What does she do? Those 3D... E, yeah, they're uh, Resident yeah. Evil. Yes. Yeah. Evil she Residents. She must be naked in some sort of alien pod in that, right? Resident Evil Simba's Pride. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's naked in the first one, I do believe. Money and then now. that's it. Is she really? Which is oh. ridiculous. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah. Then she became a mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, boo. And she named her child Ever. Did she? And I have a secret. Ever Jovovich? So, Ever Carradine. <laughs> Ever Carradine? Is she married to a Carradine? together, right? And so... Um, she married to Keith Carradine? Uh, I don't know, but Mia. Is that her name? Yeah, sure. Okay, let's just call her Mia. Sure. She talked to Ever. She goes, I really love your name. If I have a daughter, I want to name her Ever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, that's great. And she's like, and I'll always say it's after you. So she does an interview after a baby's born, <laughs> and she goes. Someone goes to Ever. It's such a, a unique name. Like, how did you come up with it? She goes, I just thought yeah. of it. Oh. <laughs> and Ever Carradine's like, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> credit here, man. Yeah. Who's Ever Carradine, the daughter of Keith? Uh, the guy from Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, oh, Keith. David. David. No, David. Yes. No, David Carradine's Kung Fu. Oh, I'm sorry. No, Keith Carradine. No, Keith Carradine is, is Nashville. Uh, right. And then Robert Carradine. Robert Carradine. Oh, I got you. Yeah, there's we one got of there. them that did that. Did what? The, the old uh, jerky herchy in the closet and oh, yeah, that didn't was come David out alive. That was David Carradine, yes. Yeah, yeah he did the belong <laughs> in the closet. That is, yes, boy, all I, will over never, I will never choke myself and masturbate. Well, I just want to say you? that on this show. There's been a lot of posts of people asking. <laughs> so if we ever find <laughs> you. Have you ever tried or will you never try? I mean, oh, the words man. are, will you do it or will you try? I just do not want to be found dead and naked. So I if know. we find you that way. I don't sleep naked in case I die. But if we find you that way, we know it's murder. <laughs> I don't sleep yes, naked yes, in case yes, someone breaks see? in my house. Well, that's true. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. You don't sleep naked because somebody might I just, break in? You never know when there's an earthquake. You need to run. I sleep yep. naked just in case somebody does break into my house. Comes in and wants to have sex with me. I just want him to peel off <laughs> layers. A naked man with a shotgun. Oh. You are leaving immediately. <laughs> does an alien make that noise? You know what sound it makes when I orgasm? 
<laughs> Try again. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the drums in this. This guy is just going to fucking town. The studio's getting sick. spinning every hit. <laughs> All right. Do you think that like Lion is <sighs> sitting around their Burbank apartment, probably all together saying, do you think they're going to ask us? Do you think they're going to ask us to happen. be the theme song? Because they would make some yeah. serious resige. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this was before auto-tune where you could just walk up and go, Transformers meets more than meets, and then hit the button and it yeah, turns, it turns, it into, it turns that. It into that. Yeah. They actually had to sell it that hard. Mm-hmm. But I love that somewhere there's a track unmixed of just the lyrics of that, just the plain track of the audio, and these guys are just going nuts with nothing underneath it. That that it's audio not, is going with no mu- no no instruments under it. Sorry, I'm yelling, I know. Adam, Sorry, it's Jamie. not just <laughs> lyrics, it's poetry. <laughs> Did Lion have any other hits for you? You've defended a lot of rap, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we had a... Uh, did you thrash your head so much? You Did Lion? Thrash myself. What does that mean? What did you have to do? Oh, you unplugged yourself? Yeah. I, the headphones. You I, thrashed so hard your headphones, you unplugged. I did. Lion <laughs> brings that out in us, man. Lion. Oh, God. Lion was going there. And then we got a G.I. Joe commercial. G.I. Joe Conquest X30. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, fuck the, fuck the next So I have been watching Transformers oh, cartoons yes. all week. Sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> You can't, you can't go on too much, I guess, about Transformers. No, no. Well, you can. You can. And then this is it. We're, uh, it's overtime. And now. here's proof. They go ahead. They didn't have any other songs. By the way. They had no other songs. In fact, it says on Wikipedia, only known for their theme song from the 1986 movie Transformers. Oh, oh Lion. Wow. Poor Lion. Oh, Lion. But I did find out, I just wanted you to know, Josh Dumel is coming out in a movie this year with Ali Larder. You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> gosh. Well done. Does she have a bob or long hair? Uh, okay, so undecided. So the uh, unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> so the math on Transformers and GI Joe is uh, the longer one of those shows goes that advertises a toy, the 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 closer it approaches uh, just existentialism. They're just fighting to fight because we fought, and now we're fighting to fight because they fought, and then we fight. Yeah, fight so, again. But they they keep adding Transformers. So I've been watching the cartoon lately. I watched cartoons here and there and uh transformers is a, a classic of course i know i just caught an interesting piece of continuity about some at some point in season two they introduce all the new toys they have a whole new rollout and a whole bunch of new guys and yeah. it's just the new toys they're just all of a sudden all there and um they have a fire truck and a construction crane and all this sort of stuff you know that the, and they have the fire department lamborghini and that never occurred to me of the, being the weirdest vehicle when i was a kid and saw the toy the fire department Lamborghini. So like it, uh, like the sides lift up from. Yeah, yeah. It's got the gull wing doors, and just the, in case the hose comes because out. Because you know, when you're in a fire, you need to get out to like save the fire. You need to wait for beep beep <laughs> beep beep. How much water up. could a Lamborghini hold? I know it's going to get you to the fire quicker, but I just don't think it's going to do shit for just you. Once the fire you chief didn't want to be in that <laughs> stodgy old pickup. A Lamborghini to take a side turn to might tip over. Like yeah. it's unreliable. Yeah, it's a bad call. It's a horrible choice. It's a terrible choice. It's a bad time, Transform- Bob. <laughs> Transformers are irresponsible, I'm learning now. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've covered that. 
<laughs> have they ever destroyed Europe? They won't. They're not destroying Lamborghinis and Ferraris and stuff, are they? It's America. No, they just keep destroying Chicago. This is another movie where they destroy Chicago. These Transformers hate that Chicago. Wasn't Navy. Was that Navy Pier again? Yeah. Oh my God. They keep destroying Chicago and Sears Tower again, or Willis Tower, whatever Sears Tower. I've it's Sears Tower. Yeah. And it's oh, Sky Dome. It'll always be. Sears and it'll always Tower. be the last act, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Corcoran's. <It's> <laughs> Bite me, Corcoran's. It stays named what it was named when I moved. Totally. Right? I think it was named Corcoran's when I moved. But whatever, fuck it. It's still the last act. <laughs> All right, on to our next film, for the love of That's God. That's really Chicago. <laughs> we have another film with high-octane action, but it's coupled with comments on class and society. High-octane, that was his name. Yes. It's opening a more limited release, but get out there and you can find Snowpiercer starring Jamie Bell and Chris Evans going up against Tilda Swinton, which is like Billy Elliot and Captain America going up against... <laughs> Tilda Swinton. There you go. So. All aboard! <laughs> Hell, the world. <laughs> Everybody knows that lyric. The <laughs> single one part. <laughs> I love that one guy. Yeah. In the, in That'd be me. Ozzy Osbourne had to hit the. Yeah. <laughs> and he had to do it every concert at the right time. That was a union job. Guy walks that thing up, they yell at you. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's some guy listening to Crazy Train that's like, this is missing something. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> and he goes to the box of band instruments with all the little band things and that we had to the untalented kids. They, they re-edited him because after he did it, the guy went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's it. <laughs> Gives Woodblock a go. Nah, it's not cut. Woodblock? Is yeah. that any Woodblock? No. The triangle Cowbell? Seems, uh, no. Uh, what is that thing called? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What is that thing called? Oh, no, Google, Google. He's called the butter, 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 butter. All right, okay, so the, Snowpiercer. Uh, the world <laughs> so is de- the world is destroyed, and it's all your fault. In Snowpiercer, <laughs> the post-apocalyptic tale in which everything's gone to hell thanks to a massive outbreak of mankind failing to learn every lesson, based on a novel. See, I told you so by Al Gore. Yes, Paul, but is it officially a movie? Well, it's based on a graphic novel. Hmm, graphic novel. Mm. All right, that's close enough to a book. There you go. Continue. <laughs> now, the year is the future, the worst place to be in any movie. All of Earth is frozen into an icy wasteland. Why, you ask? Well, either because that's how everyone in Los Angeles sees the rest of the world, or perhaps because Minnesota is offering a new tax credit for filming there. Here's a clip. The Iceman cometh. What killed the dinosaurs? Age. <laughs> That's not true. Oh. Uh, actually, here here's a clip. Here we go. Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> what the fuck is it with you? <laughs> okay, bye. Harsh landscape out there. Mm-hmm. The only plus side of this future, unlimited aerosol deodorant. I mean, what can it hurt? With the world being uninhabitable, mankind has boarded Noah's Amtrak, a train run by unlimited nuclear power, allowing it to circle the Earth forever while all of mankind lives aboard it. The train, the train cars are divided by class, the wealthy riding up front, able to watch any Hunger Games movie on demand free of charge, with the poor riding in the back, with all the screaming kids and $10 for a flat Diet Coke and a turkey sandwich that tastes like an old chew. Some of the poor even <laughs> resorted to cannibalism. Come here, I'm gonna eat you! Get in my belly! Is that Shrek? Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, no doubt this is all the work of the evil Dr. Snowpiercer and his gun that fires recent Disney hits. Snowpiercer, you say? Snowpiercer? No! Oh, no, Piazza! 
the train, the train that pierces snow. <laughs> you got Liza Minnelli to do this? He plows the snow. It's actually Shirley Bassey. Such a cold piazza. <laughs> Makes me happy. Driving round the future like at Maya a Rudolph. I mean, um, Angelou? I can listen to that all day. I love her pointy boobs. <laughs> well, you're in luck because they also did one of those for the Transformers. Oh, did they? <laughs> <laughs> Transformers. All right. <laughs> no need to re-record that, Paul. Yeah, no. Thank you. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to return to that Best email man. chain and say yes. That's a good idea. But things really heat up. Merely a suggestion <laughs> is all it was. Think- Please send a voicemail with that. <laughs> I just sent a voicemail that's with an great. example of what I think the song should sound and like. That's it. Assuming, that's it. <laughs> assuming he would re-record it with Karen. Transformer. <laughs> oh my gosh. You are Liberace. That was wonderful. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <sighs> All right, well, uh, back to snore, pe- oh. snore, snore piercer. Well, there's your predetermined, uh, yeah, snore piercer. First of all, snore piercer. Watching the preview, the woman on the train with a bob, the bad bob and the bad uh, teeth. Uh, it's very Elizabeth Banks in Hunger Games. I feel like. Effie Trinket. The exaggerated look of an ugly woman makes you want to run the other way. I don't want to go about the people in the front class. In the yes, front car. I don't want to go an upper class train if I have to deal with looking at that woman. Yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, well, they, a, like, they've had enough screaming kids fighting over the five outlets to charge their smartphones. <laughs> they decide to form a rebellion and fight their way to the front of the train. So it's like the day after tomorrow meets Rosa Parks. Yes! <laughs> now, unfortunately, the revolt hits a snag as a result of poor planning when they end up in the bar car during happy hour. But cheap booze and single-file aisleways are no match for this group of determined destiny seekers who are convinced that a better life can be found up front with a hot towel and free headphones. So we fail to warm the planet? Really? Seems like we're doing a pretty good job of it so far. Now, let me get this straight. We can't get a bullet train from Los Angeles to Vegas, like we were talking about, but in this movie, we figured out how to get a train to run nonstop around the globe? Right. We cool the planet and create sustainable mass transit only in the movies. Why are they going around the world like over and over again? Or Because there's nothing they... else to do. That's how weird a future it is. Because the future, <laughs> everything's frozen? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why, though, they have to keep moving. I'm not entirely sure. But how do they the get train, the coal? The train runs on nuclear power that is unending. So life is on a train. And I noticed like as he walked through that there was like a rave train 
I mean, that train probably exists in Amsterdam. There's like a school train. There's like a garden train. Yeah, but there's like an ecstasy train, and then there's like a uh, car, car, I would say, right? It's going to stop everywhere. It'll stop in Amsterdam. (laughs) No, but I mean, like, each car has its own theme. Like, there was, like, the rave car, then there's the I'm doing a hair salon car. (laughs) They had that. You're right. Yes. You've watched this trailer. I did. Uh, Well, fortunately, the film stars Captain America Chris Evans, who shows some acting range by taking a break from playing Captain America, to play a heroic soldier fighting for justice and leading a populace to freedom. Oh. And as you mentioned, Jill, Tilda Swinton <laughs> is the villain because she dresses well, talks down to people, and has bad teeth. Or I thought it was looked like her. I didn't know it was really her. Yeah. That woman needs a lot of work to look uglier. And I mean, <laughs> minutia work. And when Claws I say a are lot. coming out. Claws are coming out. Tilda Swinton's taking it in the fucking chops. This is the English language debut for acclaimed Korean director Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho. <laughs> no sound effect there? It's supposed to be. Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho. All over your bong. <laughs> Will Chris Evans be able to unfreeze the world with an act of true love or a carbon tax? We'll see when it comes on Netflix. <laughs> instant. But only if I finally got around to watching Parker first. There you go. That's the movie. That's Snowpiercer. <laughs> Transformers. Tilda Swinton. Snow Piercer. Yeah, Tilda Swinton is one mannish-looking lady. But my husband finds her sexy because she's so bizarrely interesting-looking. He's like, I can't keep my eyes off her. I'm like, so do you want to sleep with her? Which is fine. Like we talk openly about it, and he's like. No, I just find her sexy. Yeah. When George Clooney gives her the what for at the end of Michael Clayton, that right? is fucking great. Right? Love that scene. Mm. That's a great scene. I wouldn't She's want to get near that. I like, I like boyish girls. I, there's an attractiveness to huh. her in some strange way. I understand people who don't think yeah. she's that attractive, but I do, do, you get tall? I do, do look. Do you look tall, too? Look. She's tall. Is I, she I tall? know you like I, the sprightly little... Nah, I'm a little show. more of a... That's interesting. Right so here. if you were to go to odd girl, you'd go to more of a manly girl. Go to an odd girl? Like like if you were to be like, yeah, I could see that. I could see why that girl's attractive. Oh, like sure. That's an odd choice for a yes, girl that yes. you would be attracted uh, to. For a minute, I thought there was a new dating website I didn't know about. <laughs> odd girl. Odd girl. <laughs> write that down. Because uh, we can. Uh, I could clean up on that. Got to cover all my bases here. <laughs> I bet that exists. Um, I can't to answer Paul's question that he didn't ask. I can't do tall girls like five, seven. That's if you've ever. How tall are you? I I can play anywhere from six one to. <laughs> f- I'm I'm five eleven. But you don't like five seven. Five seven is too. Five eight. Really. Is, five eight is like rolling around why with another dude. Why do you dude. like kissing? Like why do you like getting a neck ache bending down to kiss Petite? Because most of my kissing doesn't happen standing up. Oh. Zing. You want to you want to lift her in the shower because no oh. guy can lift my ass in the shower. You miss that, don't oh, you? Oh, I will. I consider tear that a down challenge. Your shower curtain. <laughs> But hopefully well, I, you I don't inst- have one. I install the bars. Hopefully you have glass <laughs> or no windows. <laughs> Most apartments have that uh, handicap bar. You live in Cabo and it's all terracotta. <laughs> <laughs> to grab onto? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, just squeeze yourself into a corner? In. It's a walk-in. You're writing this down at home, folks? <laughs> have you ever stayed at... Uh, you ever get Jill shop- off. She's throwing yeah, out the shopping list. If you ever list. want sound effects when you come and be with an alien, I know all about that. <gasps> Boom. Well, that that's that sound effect jumps right out. Okay, fine. 
Jill is into that. I like how Jill clearly watched one of the trailers. Uh, clearly. <laughs> and, it, and it's Snowpiercer. Yeah. Transformers. Oh, okay. No, I watched that too. That's it's how so I knew he had a hot daughter. Oh, that's right. That's I right. can like watch something and be like, got it, hot daughter. All right, that's why people are watching it. She's got <laughs> some hot name too, like Jetta or something. Jetta. Oh. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And that, so what's the deal with uh, the the the, uh, the girl from the first two Transformers movies, Megan uh, Fox? Megan Fox. Then they had like a, and then she screwed the director. At least I think that's what happened there. Yes. Her and Michael Bay had a thing that broke up, and then she boom, you're out of Transformers three. But now she's in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I is heard, produced I heard by she Michael had a Bay. Bad attitude. I thought she no, I thought she had some anti-Semitic rant, rant that she went on her Nazi supporter. Didn't she say <laughs> something? Seriously, I'm not I'm not just oh, wow. just being funny. <laughs> Because that's one way to take down I'm a reputation. I'm not just being fu- funny with my charming new eyebrows that were trimmed. <laughs> Look, I'd like to kill Thanks my career, so I'm going to come out and say Hitler was right. Cool? All well, right, I'm leaving Hollywood. Good eye. Wasn't that <laughs> research department, please? I'll, I'll look at that. Her name's Tessa. Tessa. In the movie. In the movie. Yes. But the girl that got nixed from the first two. Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Did, we're back well, she on Transformers. Work, Jonah Hex is Megan this Fox. Is, this is what he does. LaBeouf. Yeah, she didn't LeBuff. work much at all. I mean, there was some general sort of she's not that good, or she gave uh, everybody shit on the set of Transformers where she just didn't work much yeah, at all. Yeah, she was a bad mm. colleague. I'm saying I'm saying that as a as <laughs> bad lay. So this is a weird choice. For, she would uh, not work with tennis balls. <laughs> so this is a weird choice for Chris Evans, right? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to bounce back. What can he do? I mean, he the after the first one, he did that romantic comedy, didn't he? After the first uh, Captain America, yeah. what's your number or whatever, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Girl six. So yeah. I mean, can he? It, oh it's God. tough to do more uh, fighting stuff. But he was uh, hilarious. Well, hilarious. Somebody, uh, my roommate, sat me down once and showed me not another teen movie, which I assume I assume any of those movies that's not made by Zachary Abrams and Zucker, you know, that's not Hot Shots or Naked Gun or Airplane is kind of crap. Uh, most of the time you're right. Most of the time, yeah. But uh, not another teen movie is hilarious. He's amazing in that. He's great, and it's a parody of John Hughes movies, oh. which is wonderful, right? Well, leading into my jam is Sixteen Candles. That's the jam. I could do it over and over again. I could say everything out loud, and I only do that with my best friend because it would be annoying for other people. Now, wait a minute. If I were to ask you your favorite film of all time, is that where you go? Favorite film of all time is sort of a tie between two, Sixteen Candles and Clue. Oh my God! Oh. Just fire up the mic, Jamie. I just oh you guys have a talk. Fire it up, okay. Jamie. <laughs> oh my God! I can't even. It's so good, right? Clue is my favorite movie of all time. Yeah, I've never met anybody else well, who has even like oh thought about. I'll give you a it. world of passion for it. I did a stage reading <gasps> of the movie Clue Here? at the Largo. Oh, I you had did that? I played Mrs. Peacock. Oh, I had Rachel Harris play Mrs. White. Jack McGrair played Mr. Green. Oh, no so shit. Right? Is and I'll go on and on. I had John Cryer play Wadsworth. It went on and on. But I had uh, Matt Walsh played Colonel Mustard. Wait, wait. You had? Did you put this on? Too. Did it. Did it. You put Largo. this on? Yes. Oh, that's amazing. And produced it and, and, and f- called up Jonathan Lynn. Jonathan Lynn <sighs> came to the show. Holy and shit. And he said to me, I have the email saved. He goes, you are better than Eileen Brennan. I said, <gasps> shut your Get fucking mouth. Shut How up. How dare you? But he was so sweet, and he he loved um, he loved it. He loved it. He loved it so much. He tried to pay, make it into a Broadway musical on uh, Broadway. Holy shit! And I'm currently 
trying to ask Paramount to get the rights back so I can do it again. But all proceeds go to charity, uh, Children's Institute, and uh, that's where we are now is to try to remount it. Oh, I wish I had, had lived here at that time so you could have invited me. Oh, this was, yeah, this was in 2012 that I did it. <laughs> Did you live here? <laughs> did you have fifty dollars to do it? I might have been but, uh, here for a few yeah, years. Yeah, no, I did it. I might have made some editing amazing. money. But it was really fun. But <laughs> I'm obsessed with the movie. And That's every, awesome. Every line of it, like I still quote in conversation. All Very the, nice. Yeah. yeah well, all the please time come to the next remount. Do you have video or audio of the event? I do. Oh. Yeah. That, anyway, those that are is my awesome. favorite movies. How great is that? Thing. Because I said, and thing. my goal was yeah. to go up to every actor in the movie Clue and to tell them how amazing it is. So I made this pact with Jack McBrayer, and I go, tonight I saw Martin Mull. <gasps> and I went mm. up to him, and I said, uh, I just found you amazing in Clue, which is like, to an actor, is like, oh my God, I did so much, and now you're quoting that, you yeah. know? And he goes, if you can imagine the things that we did I go. I mean, because if you were to do put me in a movie like that, put me to bed, I'd be done. Like, who needs to do a movie? It's like after naked, whatever. Like, yeah, it's a big yeah. monumental. He goes, oh, if you could imagine the things we did off screen, uh, like, and I was like, oh. I mean, so then yeah. I saw Tim Curry at Gelson's, and I uh, went up to him and I said, I needed to awesome. go up to every actor I meet who's still alive and clue and tell them how much it means to me. And he goes, and I go, I went up to Martin Mull and he said this, if you could only imagine the things we did off screen, and he went like this. <laughs> he looked at the ceiling and made a laugh and I was like, did you guys have a fucking orgy? Like, I was like, what was that laugh about, right? He goes, I wish. You know, yeah. we don't know how he plays. So, <laughs> so then after that, who did I see next? Oh, then, so Jack McBrayer saw Mrs. Scarlet, Ms. Scarlet at a party and he who told her the same thing. Scarlet? Leslie Ann Warren. Oh, I met, I met Leslie Warren. Ann Warren. Yeah. And awesome. also told her yeah? that Clue was my favorite movie right? of all time. This is what this show's all about right lost here. It <laughs> yeah. Because, no, like, that's not. No one talks about no, that shit. No, that's not the thing that comes that up. That chick in was on, like, Desperate Housewives yeah. and all that. Yeah, she yeah. was at that time, too. Right. And she was like, I can't believe we, like, sat and had a conversation so there's she was a talking about following. everything that was like improvised oh, that's and not great. And so yeah that she would be my two she is slamming hot in that movie She's yeah still slamming hot totally. yeah it's true uh, desperate housewife she's pretty good but i like as a kid i would have dreams and fantasize about being invited to a mansion where real murder would happen oh, sweet secret passages i would fuck anybody in a minute in one of those <laughs> And um, that is solving your... a murder, like I, yeah. Oh. oh, you must love it at the Magic Castle oh, because you, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. So where yeah. I wish that you could like Castle. rent a room at the Magic Castle, like in the castle, mm. like people around. Like I mean, dude, dun, 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 I go dun, into dun, 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 full fantasy. You ever meet Leaving? <laughs> <laughs> no, although uh, Ike Barinholtz played that character. <gasps> yeah, really? what, Mr. Body? Awesome. Uh, yeah, friend of the show, Mr. Body's body. Yeah. Mr. Body's body. So no body. I mean, just the way that Colonel Mustard pours the whiskey when he goes, "Who needs a drink?" and he just does it sloppily. Yeah. <laughs> There's not every every moment's perfect. Yeah. You, you know what's amazing about that movie? Oh, I hear a remake, well, by the way. Excuse me, and I and I get really perturbed oh. by that because yeah. you can't touch Golden. No. You know that really was kind of lightning in a bottle because all of those actors are. Amazing and hilarious, yet none of them had been in an ensemble comedy somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Right. Most of that cast had not been in any kind of ensemble comedy. It's not like Michael McKean, you know, Spinal Tap a little bit. But you know, but that's just Spinal Tap. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, but, and, and, and so, and that's a good example actually, because he's kind of an ensemble player with those people, but most of them 
aren't, and yet they create this ensemble of funny people that aren't generally in other ensembles. I would say of any that kind. they go back so to unique. the Chicago improv world of I want to make you look good, and you're going to make me look good. And um, Michael McKean wrote me an email when I invited all the original cast to the show. And he wrote, he goes, I'm so sorry I can't make it, but please read this to the cast the night of the show. I didn't do it! <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, to them, I think I it had to reaches the screaming. moment. Yeah, it reaches who, do, who do you have yet to meet, to then? To me? Yeah, to, who do you have to meet still? A run into and tell them how much. Oh, you love oh, oh uh, well, okay. Elaine Brown. Um, well, oh. so I Damn. thought this is so terrible. I thought she was already dead when I did the thing. Oh. I didn't invite her, and she was alive in L.A. because she just died this past year. Yeah. People were emailing me like, "Oh, I'm so sorry for your loss." I'm like, "Oh my god, shit!" I now, did, they, did any of them come see it though? <laughs> no, um, Tim Curry. So had, she wouldn't have either. Uh, now had a stroke or something, which is terrible. Mm. He, I asked him to actually play Wadsworth, uh. and he would have, but he was in New York doing a show, because I know his goddaughter. <laughs> like, I'm reaching people <laughs> through all avenues. Um, but, uh, so, uh, I haven't met um, Yvette, the maid, uh. or the cook. The cook. Colleen Camp? Jane Wheedland, right? Right, yeah. Uh, She's in there, the too. The cook, I asked... Um, Margaret Cho. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> she would have, but she was in Atlanta doing a show. Did you read or did you just mount the thing? D- did the I production. read? Oh, no, yes, you said I did read. Mrs. Peacock. Oh, that's Mrs. Peacock. Peacock. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Give me your favorite cool. Mrs. Peacock line. Oh, okay. I do have that. <laughs> Let me, um, uh-uh. <laughs> I got so many. Let me just narrow it down. Oh, um, I get a great question after this. Okay. <laughs> this, is, I, this is where she's... Um, but if any of us split up, one of us could be killed. God. <laughs> <laughs> now, now this is a question we ask. But this is this is by far the best answer of favorite movie that we've gotten because really? we've got uh, a hell of a story oh, yeah, behind like, Good it. Good fellows. <laughs> yeah. We've gotten it. Now, don't make fun of Ike. But anyway. <laughs> 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 but uh, we also talk about movies that you have severely memorized, mm-hmm. where you can actually go, how far into oh, Clue? Oh, that would be Clue, definitely. How far can you go into it before you start missing lines? Oh, like for, that's good. For me, like Breakfast Club, about 15 minutes, I'll start missing lines. Oh, yeah. And then I'm pretty good for like 15 more minutes. I mean, but Clue then I, I had to transcribe because that script oh. didn't really exist. Yeah. And I asked Paramount for it, and they said they didn't have it. And then, I mean, Neil Patrick Harris contacted me after the reading. He's like, how can I be a part of it? I have the original script. So Whoa. it just... He can it, hook you up with the Magic Castle. Uh, <laughs> I know. Bang, exactly. bang. Exactly. We talked yeah. about that. But so it just keeps <laughs> going and going. But um, yeah, I would say Clue is like I just knew everybody's line and, and the cadence of the line. That's yeah. that's yeah. even more than just knowing a line. You know, I know. Well, you got you to gotta really punch that line. That's half the fun of yeah, quoting exactly. a movie. Totally. But yeah, I used to have a friend. We'd go back and forth with Breakfast Club like until someone missed a line. You know, oh, it's almost like a wow. kind of <laughs> Fletch. We could do that with Fletch, too, because mm-hmm. that's got a very memorable monologue at the beginning. Both of them have memorable. So that's good to get into a movie and, and yeah. keep it going. Sort of stuff. Do you have a movie memorized like for? Princess Bride's kind of close. Yeah. Right. Uh, broadcast Anybody news. want a peanut? <laughs> but but you don't have <laughs> like the... Everybody move. I mean, I can just go on. So, okay, Princess so Bride. being a Clue lover, 
I can't like you know that thing when you're like oh I'm like the biggest Depeche Mode fan I can't stand it when someone says they like people are people that's uh, such a poser <laughs> oh yeah what's your what's your right? least favorite so my least favorite line that people quote which is what everybody quotes is flames oh on yeah the side of my face heaving heaving breasts you're like whatever you're you're yeah. a novice yeah yeah may the force be with uh, you right, I get totally, it I totally get it. I get it. totally <laughs> but so that's the interesting Luke, question Luke I'm your father blah 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 right so what's the movie <laughs> that you can't stand the person naming the uh, most popular line because you're like oh that's just a girl on a first date trying to impress you yeah I mean it's a classic line but I'm such a huge fan of Airplane and I do know most right? of the lines from it so Surely You Can't Be Serious has started to annoy right, me right? over the years because it's like now if you were to ask me my even... favorite line from Airplane I would just jiggle my boobs back and forth <laughs> yeah there you that's go, a line yeah. in itself <laughs> <laughs> like I mean Leslie Nielsen's such a master of deadpan in that that one of his funniest movies is yes I'm the doctor mm-hmm. because he's wearing a stethoscope when he says it <laughs> have you ever seen a grown man naked <laughs> yeah exactly have you, do you like movies about gladiators and just to say it the, the, my favorite line of Leslie Nielsen's of all time from the police squad Oh. When he busts in the door and the guy says, who are you? How'd you get in here? I'm a locksmith and I'm a locksmith. <laughs> that police squad the is one of the greatest things that exists. Uh, the, well, that is an awesome When was, an awesome when was 16 story. Candles? 1984? Do we know that? Uh, yeah, that's... Well, I'm going to bring up that I'm year I'm going to say anyway. 84. We were talking about this year the other day because it's going around now that this weekend in 1984 oh, was like the greatest year in movies ever because at oh and he's celebrating at one time i think at one time you could go and see ghostbusters Mm -hmm. indiana jones and temple of doom gremlins karate kids star trek three star trek three shit the natural yeah and something else i'm forgetting but like right now you don't you do not have a swath of movies that awesome to go and check out or for the last 30 years i checked i checked them all checked every (laughs) summer we came close a couple of times but never that great that seems like it would feel like you would know at the moment that this is classic. You know, when you're, when you're looking at the marquee, you're like, these are all really good movies. But I guess you wouldn't have at the time even thought, oh, this is epic. I, I mean, there's only uh, two times of a celebrity passing away that I actually cried. And one was John Ritter, mm-hmm. and the other yeah. was John Hughes. And John, J names are very popular in the industry. If you think about every talk show host, Besides Seth Meyers, has a J name. I mean, and then Jimmy Fallon, Craig's Johnny Carson, oddly. Jay Leno, Jimmy Fallon. Not that any of those people are John mm. Hughes. Interesting. But J is also, in my phone book, the longest category. So I think there's something you're married to, say to a J. I am married to a J. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a J. So I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for my moment. Mm. But um, John Hughes passing, I read this Vanity Fair article about him, and it was in detail. And I think, it's sort of like when you find out about Van Gogh. Van Gogh was gay, and he sent his ear, not to the woman, but if you go to the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam, he sent it to the guy. uh, You could Google that shit. But it's um, (laughs) the guy that he had a blue period with, and he's a famous artist. Right now, she's typing in who did Van Gogh? Yeah, really send the ear to. But during school, growing up, you always heard about him sending it to a woman. And uh, so John Hughes in this Vanity Fair article, he got really jealous because Molly Ringwald and Anthony, who's the nerd in Sixteen Candles, Michael Hall, Michael Hall, um, were dating, and he got jealous and stopped talking to them. Whoa. That's in the article. John Hughes wanted to 
I mean, Stop. I think whether he wanted to be with her, I think he got Anthony jealous that he was the odd man out. <laughs> and maybe that reminded him of high school of being a third wheel. I don't know. But he got jealous of them dating. And that's all in this Vanity Fair article. I wouldn't be surprised if Anthony Michael Hall was the personification of Hughes in these movies. Right. You know? um, in fact, that's all in that, too. It's... um. He's like, they all talked about music, and him and Molly were really inspired by the psychedelic you know, furs, furs and the music, and they the made Smiths, playlists yeah. for each other, and then all of a sudden, she's da- they were secretly dating Anthony Michael and her, and then when he found out, I feel like he felt like, hey, you didn't fucking tell me your secret. Well, maybe he's pissed because you're maybe no longer- Maybe I reminded the, him of high school. Anthony Michael Hall's no longer the nerd if he's fucking Molly Ringwald. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, look, I've got, yeah. I'm casting you as the nerd in various movies. You've got to keep that up a little but bit. Fuck you guys, I'm making Uncle Buck. To this day, I feel like Anthony Michael Hall plays the king, I mean, as he quotes, the king of nerds. He is what nerds are. And then you have Urkel- and then you've got all these other nerds in movies who you're like, stop it with a tape between mm. your glasses. Yeah. He was, I'm a nerd, I'm wanting to be cool, but I'm such a fucking nerd. Yeah. And I feel like that invented. I mean, my high school was like that. I suburb of Chicago, which is where it was filmed, but yeah. still it was. Shermer, pe- Illinois? Got Did you come from Shermer, Illinois? <laughs> Homewood Flossmoor. Everybody got their uh, 60430. Everybody had their um, BMWs at 16, and then there was the other side of the track. So you're like, oh, my God, there's the people John having Benders. sex at parties, you know. Yeah. Boy, out of the gate, that John Hughes, 16 Candles, Breakfast Club. Uh, what was the next one? Weird, Weird Science. Science. Yeah. yeah. It's so impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he'd already written then he, yeah. Mr. Oh, yeah. Mr. Mom, Mr. Mom and vacation. vacation. Then he yeah. singles. And National Lampoon. I think, too. Singles, Cameron Crowe. That's Cameron yeah, Crowe. He wrote it, or he was a part of it somehow. Is he really? Something, I think. I don't think so. Somebody's Google it. Google it, and you can tell me I'm wrong. She's having a baby. <laughs> but I thought he was a part She's of it. She's having a baby. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's true. All great soundtracks, by the way. She's he, having a baby. Great soundtrack. How amazing were his soundtracks? Pretty in Pink's great soundtrack. Yeah. Um, Thompson Twins. Uh, yeah. Wish You Were Here at that moment when she mm-hmm. walks out, and mm-hmm. Jake Ryan goes, Hey, mm-hmm. and she goes, mm-hmm. Me? And he goes, Yeah, mm-hmm. you. <laughs> so now good. you're, real, now you're so really good. in the Karen chair. <laughs> What's that? Singles is Cameron Crow. But did he write no, it? No, no. He didn't have anything thi- to do with singles, no, and that's okay. I think you're it thinking of Fast Times, maybe. Yeah. Cameron Crow, which is also Cameron. All right, Crow. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> I thought he had something to do with it, but maybe he was just on the set. That's good. That's why we have Jamie here. <laughs> Eclipses was that him? Mm. All right. All right. What's the uh, the, the elliptical? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let's uh, play a little game here. Uh, when does the movie They Came Together come out? It's Is out. that the it's reunion of Greece? It's out. It's a trick question. No. Oh, no. It's Friday. They Came Together. Is that Greece? We go together. And then it's Why They Came Together. together like Jamie, do Amy you know? It's without looking it up. Oh, Friday. it's not the sequel to Greece. Why does no one they know what this movie is? Do you know what this movie is? Yeah. They, they came together. I only they know from seeing an Us magazine like that Rudd. him, uh, Amy Poehler and Paul Rudd are in New York in the fall throwing leaves at each other because it was rumored that they did it. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Are they? It's kind of exciting. It was during that movie, are I they believe, that, that she that split with her husband. Oh. But I don't know if that's true. I'm just saying that's what Us magazine said. Has anybody seen a commercial for this movie? Yeah. You have? Really? Yeah. Have I you seen, seen a billboard it. for it? Mm, I don't think so. Poster. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Now, now wait. If you went to the internet, if you saw it on the internet, it doesn't count. 
Have you seen a TV commercial or a trailer to theater? Yeah. You have? Yeah, it was um, it was on Comedy Central the other night. Okay. They did a trailer well, for it. Banana theater. Flyer at a bus stop. <laughs> no? So yeah. why is that? Bench. Why do you think that is? Bench they ad. They know Question. it's well, bad. They're well, not going to put money well, in it. To Business it. card on your windshield. We Anything. haven't. Well, I haven't seen shit, and it's this Friday. Let's listen to it for a sec. Or tomorrow. If you love love stories. you like fiction books? I never met anyone else who likes fiction. That is too funny. And if you love falling in love. <laughs> then you will love this love story. Hey, you look different. Really? You think so? You've got Groucho glasses on. You noticed. Like it's oh, a spoof of a romantic comedy. No, it's a spoof. Comedy. It's a a spoof of a romantic comedy. The way that Wet uh, Hot I mean American that, Summer from the same director. Yeah, was a David spoof Wayne of the Summer. Uh, yeah, teen sex comedy. So that so that those those lines aren't cheesy. They're meant to be cheesy. Like you like fiction, I like fiction. Down to right. the guy doing this. Yeah, also exactly. meant they got to be that cheesy. guy too. So do you think it's going to be that they purposely didn't advertise because, boom, they're going to hit you with a great I don't movie. think so. I think it's getting dumped, which is a shame. I mean, you don't open it against Transformers. And expect well, it a lot. looks like a single joke premise that I'm sure I like David Wayne. I'm sure they nail, but it, it does look like one of those ones that might not test well because it's, it is a straight up parody I'm- like calling it out constantly, the relationship comedy. Parody. I really can see Paul Rudd in a leading man role for a romantic comedy. I just don't see her as one. I have trouble oh, yeah. with that too. And it's not that I don't find her sexy. I find her funny and sexy and cute. But I don't necessarily want to see her. Oh, I hope she gets that guy. Yeah. Go! But, th- but this is like the naked gun version of that. Yeah. Like I think I see her in that. Yeah, I think that's perfect for Amy Poehler. But you're right, like that's sort of like I don't want to see her in the Jennifer Aniston. But I yeah. think America wants that. Like, oh my god, I hope she gets him, and he's oh my god, he's a jerk. He's gonna come around. And I hope she still has enough UCB punk in her to not do that. Yeah, to not you know, I mean, she's she's a real yes. punk back in the day. Yeah, she's yeah, a yeah, yeah. she's oh, a yeah. you know, I mean, that's that they UCB ripped that shit up back in the day, and so I hope that Amy Poehler is still all intact. <laughs> right, but we didn't give it a full preview. Though, Even though she's an American sweetheart, much America happened, sweetheart. Well, Tina Fey did work with Paul Rudd in what was that? Exactly. Yeah, neither of them should have done that movie. Admission. But anyway, admission. <laughs> no abduction. I didn't want to see either <laughs> of them in that what, shower whatever scene. Whatever it was. <laughs> you see what? I didn't want to see either of them in that shower scene. They're showering mm. next to each other, but yeah. there's like a low wall, and I was like, I don't want to see his parts or hers parts. This is a. I'm an awkward voyeur in the scene right now. Mm. Yeah. Chemistry at all there with us? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chemistry like the Molly Ringwald and Jake Ryan. Yeah, boy, what happened to Jake, Jake Ryan? He just—he's he, a carpenter yeah. in like what Minnesota? Yeah, like but that yeah. was like the rumor from like ten no, years that's, ago. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, the, I mean, who knows? He's still a carpenter. But isn't that interesting to just like to get? I mean, and you're going to be known forever, Sixteen Candles. But now he's a woodworker and uh, oh, makes him sexier. Hey, let's uh, let's get ah. to uh, let's get to a round of this. <laughs> What did you see this week? Yeah. So what did you see this week? I saw Tom Cruise's movie, but I don't remember the name. Edge of Edge. Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and Neighbors. <laughs> Edge oh. of Tomorrow. For the last. Tom Cruise. <laughs> going back in time. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Yeah. Back in time. 
again. Which should be just Transformers. I just, if you have aliens and that's cool, I'm all about the aliens. <laughs> that's cool. Why do they need to be metal and like, you know, you know, they're always. Those aliens are cool in that movie, but, don't yeah, you think? Yeah, they're, they're, they're cool. I just well, they're don't scary. Have, they're not my aliens. Yeah. In my head, I feel like they're a little bit more of like spiritual beings that look at you and stare at you. Yeah. As opposed to like, I'm a squid, monster yeah, metal. yeah. So, amorphous. Yeah. I'm amorphous. Because um, that's what we designed. Wait, now. you're talking about Transformers? Yeah. So, how did the. <laughs> no, she's talking about You don't yes. like those aliens? Uh, no, I say I want them to be more of, um, you know, Shamalanga Dingo. You're talking ET. I want to be you more, more of Mac like, and me? Yeah, I'm walking Mac a long, scary body. I don't know. I guess maybe I grew up with an alien being a certain way rather than like, <laughs> um, you know, or be like liquefied, but um, metal. Aliens don't get me as much. Yeah. Also, that whole Groundhog Day thing, I'm just sort of like, get on with it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, then you must have hated the fuck out of that movie because <laughs> that's all it is. That is the movie. <laughs> that's at least an hour and 15 mind. minutes of that <laughs> that's movie. That's like Jim and Tim. I Not don't the mind. fucking Tom Cruise. I don't mind Emily Blunt, <laughs> but I do find a lot of her acting is a lot like, I'm hardly making a facial expression. Well, she's in a Doug Liman movie, so he's wow. cast well, I think. Totally, totally. <laughs> I think that's a, some facial expressions are, yeah. are mostly what happens a lot of times. I'm going to see that again on Saturday. I enjoyed it. I've I seen it I gotta, twice oh, now. Again. i got to see it a second time. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot. There's so a lot going got, on. I would never see movie again unless it's a cult like classic. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a freebie, so I'm going to go. Oh. You got a freebie. Yeah. It's rare to see. Well, superhero movies I usually see twice in the theater. Although I'm behind this year. I haven't seen any of the superhero movies twice. And in fact, the only thing I've seen twice is Edge of Darkness. Now I feel bad about that. Edge of Tomorrow. We do that all the time. Edge of Darkness. Sorry, that's right. That's Mel Gibson's mailing address. Right. According to Steve Lewis. (laughs) Edge of Darkness. You know, I'm going to tell you something I saw real quick. I saw Room 237. The documentary about The Shining. Shining. And it's been a big deal in here. Everyone's coming and talking about I didn't like it. Yeah, is that the one it's that not there to be liked. Honestly, there's some movies that are entertaining. Either a Kubrick thing is that what you're saying? Like it's someone all s- found all these conspiracy theories hidden within the movie The Shining, um. and they made a really bad documentary about it. Even if it's interesting mm. stuff, it's just bland and poorly delivered. They'll show scene after scene from the movie, and if it's a long explanation, they just slow the scene down to take the time to tell uh, the whole story yeah. they're telling and they should get actors to tell these stories what? Alec Baldwin should host it or something like that my and do all the voiceover my friend stayed in the hotel inspired by The Shining I was like Sweet. was it haunted yeah and she's like no when they <laughs> talked about how they made the movie Just and, a place. And, and choices that Kubrick made to make the movie interesting Holodome. and cool and off kilter, I enjoyed all that. But then when they got a lot of the theories are really far fetched like well, Kubrick's trying but, to tell but that's, you but that's how the, the Indians were killed by the Americans but because there's the a point. picture of an Indian in a hallway. Yeah, but that's the point of that whole documentary is right. to draw these things out and show, quote unquote, the evidence. So, I mean, that's, they do that really that's badly. the entire purpose. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, uh, about a half hour into that movie, I realized I haven't seen a single narrator on screen. No. And I realize that's not the documentary that's going to do that. And I really like that. And I think that helps the case. I don't want to see what the guy who thinks that this scene is about the fact that Kubrick directed the moon landings. And this is his apology. And here's the number that adds to the numerology to show you that he directed the moon landings. I don't want to see that guy. So I, th- I think I kind of thought I like some of the choices. It was more in interesting it. when Andrew DeWitt was in here talking about it than that movie uh, played it out. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> that may got, he got me excited to see it. I mean, I wanted to see it anyway, but I was like, maybe we should just finally watch that. Nah, didn't do it for me. Hmm. What did you see? Uh, I saw uh, I saw How to Train Your Dragon two, and what was the other new release? Um, Jersey Boys. No. The Rover. <laughs> no. What did I see? 
shit. Now I can't Think remember. Like a man too. And I wanted to talk about Think it. Think like a man too. No. Yeah, you didn't see that. I wanted to oh, talk. The 20, other woman. Twenty two Jump Street. The other yes! woman. Oh. Yeah. oh, that's right. Because we we have a, uh, we recorded one show early, so now it's been uh, a week and a half. Um, yes, Twenty Two Jump Street. This is the one I want to talk about. This movie is really great. Really, it really is. And and now even if it's not exactly your cup of tea in terms of comedy, I think you've got to admire how much. Uh, it's almost a clinic on what's wrong with some comedies. Mm -hmm. They squeeze jokes into everything. But also, they take all their plot points. You can see that they just laid all their plot points out for their for their dumb plot that they yeah. don't even give that much of a fuck about. It's just there to be a, 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 a MacGuffin, right? right? To get one thing. And uh, and then, but every step that they have to do in that in that. Uh, uh, in order to solve the crime that nobody gives a shit about, including them, including us, and it's acknowledged, it's perfect. Uh, every scene is its own whole bit. They write a whole bit and scene and make that a sketch that encompasses that shit, where they have to dress this way or do this way, and they have attention. I mean, every single scene, it really is the least lazy comedy That's I've seen in a long hear. time. That's good to hear. I liked 21 Drum Street movie, but I found in the previews of 22... The like you're grabbing my nuts on a helicopter ride. And he's like yeah. trying to find keys. I thought, oh, really? well, that is one joke out of <laughs> two hundred and fifty. You know, I mean, it, it is it is just impressive Good. that yeah. I mean, they got all the shit falling on the truck and stuff, and they have their stunts and stuff like that. But there is okay. There is a point in this movie where I'm I was already enjoying it, but they hit. There is a scene that is so. Um, uh, uh, blazing Saddles, but mm. the but the Blazing Saddles that people don't remember, but is one of the most brilliant parts of that, which is at the end when it becomes a movie and things like that. They sort of step out of the movie in this great. Well, I'll blow it. There's so much in the movie uh, that that they they do a scene where they uh, have to get in the chase. Okay, so Ice Cube is their boss, right? And and he says, spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, he's a rapper. Spoiler alert. Uh, they, he says they're running out of budget. They the, the the program is running out of budget, but really what they're saying is also the movie's running out of budget. So we got to wrap this up. So it's, it sort of does that naked gun stepping out of itself thing without going too far. And so then they have this final chase scene, and they end up in a golf cart, whereas the other guys are in like a nice car or whatever because they don't have much of a budget. And so as they're driving after them, they're like, "Where should we go?" And there's these signs that say like, "Go left for the chem and robotics lab," or "Go right for the whatever." And each one is like a a budget choice. And they're like, "No, no, no, go left, go." left it's cheaper or whatever yeah. and then they end up going the other way and they're like all right we'll just go to an aerial shot and then they go above so that we don't see anything that happens in it uh, i mean it's just like oh that's good i mean they just do like clever stuff where they step out of it and I, I don't know it's just it's just it's not lazy it's wonderful to see for a comedy i was telling you that the uh, one of my favorite comedies of all time is lost in america with albert brooks and i analyze that movie because I love it so much that it's a bunch of scenes just like you said so I think some of the best comedies are like that we gotta get this accomplished in this scene how can we do it outside of just saying some stupid dialogue let's do a whole scene where we gotta do get a whole bunch accomplished so yeah, and you can break down Lost in America to like 20 good scenes the, the movie is just 20 great scenes any yeah. one of them you perform you're gonna be and each thing is its own thing and it is a satisfying you know, and I don't remember anything that happened in How to Train Your Dragon 2. <laughs> I saw it, but I don't remember. I'm a big fan of mythology expansion, so that touched all my buttons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mythology? Did I, did I say that right? Yeah, the mythology. Was yeah, touch, it touched your Zeus. <laughs> all right, listen, I, I think this is going to be too... Uh... <laughs> you got the touch! It's going to wrap up another movie show cast, everybody. Drumstick turn? 
song? <laughs> oh, what? I got one more question for Jill Benjamin. Yeah. By the way, we did we introduce Jill? <laughs> <laughs> Very beginning. She's that girl. That's we found there. out her favorite movie. We, yeah, yeah, that was that was the the best. Uh, what's your favorite movie ever? Uh, a question I, I meant to ask you in person as a person. Yes. Uh, but I'm going to ask you on here because I'm very curious. Well, actually, wh- let me go back to I was going to say this off of Tina Fey. Uh, now, Jill is a Chicago comedian, improviser, uh, and that's how I, I met you. And uh, but uh, and I remember at the time when we were young improvisers and, and doing our thing and you were improvising with Seth Meyers. And I was improvising with Shot, or I mean, we were sketch group Shot and Freud, and we'd run into each other here and there. And at that time, here and there, we ran into each other in Edinburgh. <laughs> we ran into each <laughs> other in New York. Solid year, yeah. L.A. Yeah. Chicago. That was enough. Yeah, yeah. Quite <laughs> everywhere we went, you would go, and also Dodd would be there, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> the the audio guy from the uh, what Sorry. is now what is now the bar at the Improv? PSNBC. I don't know. PSNBC. Yeah. Okay. So at the time. You you know you would you would see people you'd know from main stage and you'd watch them go on to something you'd be like oh my god Tina Fey from main stage is now on Saturday right. Night Live right I think it's so interesting we've now uh, progressed to a point where a, a a a comedy partner of yours now has his own TV show that you went and visited him how was your visit to New York to see Fantastic. Seth Meyers so cool on a show that is like his with his name it, and it's shit? It's not just him doing it. It's, <laughs> it's Peter, Peter Gross, Pete Gross is writing and John Lutz, our friend who we performed with. And these people and are writing for him. And it's all these people. Him, and they're so happy and <sighs> they're so great. And I'm so excited for him. They're it's so great. All support and like in awe. And uh, sitting in an audience, as you do in Edinburgh, where all people are doing is performing in small theaters, and you're sweaty, and you're hot, and you kind of wish you had a beer in your hand, and, and watching them come out onto stage. Couldn't get a beer in your hand in Amsterdam? <laughs> <laughs> no, but at the show, they handed me a glass bottle of wine, and I do a bit that I did not expect, uh, as yeah. you saw. But anyway, it was uh, it was so fun to feel like... I'm a New Yorker, or I'm someone from Australia. I'm just an outsider here, and I played the role of just an audience member, not a performer, and I just loved it. Yeah. And I said to him after the show, I said, uh, when you're on TV, you you are welcome into my living room, but when I'm <laughs> at your live audience, it's like you're we're in your living room. Yeah. And it's very intimate, and he comes out before the show, he says hello to the audience, does a couple of jokes, and he's just him. And it's, uh, it's, he's so approachable, and I think that's why he's so successful at what he does. So great. That's awesome. So that's what's Love fun. It. And uh, it's fun to see it all is. of our friends succeed. It is a and blast to, have to watch. two fucking friends on Time Magazine within like Crazy. four months of each other. Crazy. Jordan Peele and Keegan. Yeah. And Seth, it's just, it's, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. It's, it's the word of surreal, and I hate that word on the Oscars, overused, but it's so weird. But the world would feel unfair if Keegan, Jordan, yeah. Seth, Jason Sudeikis, and Jack McBrayer weren't famous, right? Yes, there would be There yes. would be an unfairness yeah. to the system if those would, people I, weren't making money being as funny as they are. who was. Jonah Hill, who, you know, in that whole Judd Apatow world, you know, they're, they're the funny people that they wonder why, what they would be doing if they weren't famous. Yeah, so. yeah, totally. Anyway. Well, as a friend of mine once said, Nicole Sullivan, she goes, we are friends with the funniest purple in the world. And I was like, really? She goes, yeah, I mean, they've all won awards. <laughs> <laughs> it's proven. <laughs> They're accepted. 
yeah. Where, should, where can we find you now? What, sh- what should we plug of yours? Twitter handle? Uh, show on, show going on? In, uh, if you are five to eleven years old you can see me in austin alley which is a disney show and if you're older than that you're creepy and weird with your husband right um Uh, yeah with my husband the lovely and talented john henson john henson (laughs) wipeout premiered just this past week so keep watching that on abc i'll keep our mortgage going and um So, yeah, and I do a lot of commercials, and I just did uh, The Middle, so you can see me often playing a nurse on I saw Nurse a bunch of times on IMDb. I have been a nurse (laughs) over and over again, and then I just played a suburban mom, which I feel like is a nice transition from nurse. (laughs) (laughs) I've worn scrubs that hid me when I was 28 weeks pregnant to when I was not showing at all, so... When the nurse comes home, she's a suburban mom, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so uh, follow us at The Movie Guys and on Facebook.com slash The Movie Guys, YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Vine, LinkedIn, all that shit. Uh, thanks to Jill Benjamin. Yes. Thanks to uh, Jamie Clark Yelvington for mining the board, chiming in when we screw and up. And being a very big Clue fan. Yes. Oh yeah. This was the greatest day. We're going to talk <laughs> about <laughs> ten minutes after this. That scream was and so great when you said Clue. I know. I never thought that day would come. No, I thought it was just me. I Join my forces. Alone. I will introduce you to You can others. come out of the shadows. But, I don't even... But that's the first for the show. Not only your favorite movie, mounted a production of it, talked yes. to all the cast members. I mean, There's I feel like... There's only one movie you can do for me that I could do a stage reading and have it be pulled off is a farce. Like, bring back your Neil Simon. Bring back that Jack Tripper of, like, what mishap over here? And so that's, that's all wrapped in a clue. Uh, and thanks also to Steve Scholes for his writing contributions to the show every week. And remember, you can find everything we're up to at themovieguys.net. We'll be back next week with a huge show. Three new films, including Melissa McCarthy and Tammy. And guest mm-hmm. Christopher Leonard, the composer for movies like Think Like a Man 2 and Horrible Bosses. And the upcoming Horrible Bosses 2. And Melissa McCarthy for putting her husband in every film now. He directed Ooh. the last one. Oh, wow. Yeah, so oh, look, wow. look, look what he's doing. More bang for that household. Yeah. <laughs> We Somebody's will see getting you banged at the next show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and as Paul pointed out, Transformers has come full circle because Mark Wahlberg sings this in Boogie Nights. Yeah, yeah. I wish I had that, that version. Yeah. <laughs>